Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on six ways to add multiple revenue streams to your online business. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Jennifer Allwood, who's a dynamic business coach and host of the Jennifer Allwood Show. She has an infectious enthusiasm for helping creative women build their platforms and turn their talents into lucrative businesses. In Fire Nation, we'll be talking about affiliate marketing marketing, ad revenue on websites, sponsored content, membership sites, courses, coaching, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Growing businesses need qualified candidates, and qualified candidates can be a challenge to find. Lucky for us, Zip Recruiter makes it simple, fast, and smart. And right now, you can try Zip Recruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ready to build your first sales funnel without having to hire an entire tech team to help? With ClickFunnels, you can. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. Jennifer, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, John. Thank you. So, was trying to think of something interesting that most people would not know about me. And I was um, wanted to tell you real quickly about a story. When I was 39, a friend of mine drug me to a triathlon. And um, I'd had three kids at this point, was not terribly in shape. I just was really going along to the triathlon just to kind of hang out with her. But went to a triathlon when I was 39 and made a decision that day watching a bunch of women swim in an open lake that I was going to do a triathlon for my 40th birthday the next year. But I didn't know how to swim. <laughs> and I come from like a really long line of nose pluggers and uh, we're more sinkers than we are swimmers. And so I had to hire a swimming coach at the age of 39, learned how to swim, was blogging about it on my website and the Today Show, like the NBC Today Show, uh, saw the blog post, picked it up, sent out a camera crew and did like this whole episode on women who were turning 40 and celebrating in non-traditional ways. And so I got to be... Um, in spandex on the Today Show talking about <laughs> triathlons. Yeah, and I learned how to swim when I was 39 years old. It was amazing. Then um, done nine triathlons since then. Wow. Do my 10th. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, so it's funny because that part of my life, like learning how to swim and continuing to do triathlons, even though I'm not a good swimmer at all, I still have um, panic episodes every time I'm in the water, but that really like kicked off this thing in my business in addition to learning how to swim, like when I figured out that, gosh, I'm going to probably be scared every single time I get in the water. And oh, by the way, every time I do something big in my business, I usually feel the same way, but I won't die. Um, history says I'm not going to die doing this. So it's interesting that whole triathlon thing really kicked off business for me as well. And it's been just a really fun story. What a good analogy, except for the fact that there, there is something called drowning. I know you're not that familiar with there swimming, is. so you, you can yeah. possibly die swimming just for the record, but I am a big yeah. believer that uh, Fire Nation swimming is something that every human should know. I mean, that's where we come from. We come from the water and it just blows my mind when I read all these historical fact and fiction novels mm -hmm. of 
the sailors from back in the day, none of them knew how to swim. I'm like, how can you spend most of your life on a little rickety wooden boat that's, you know, getting shot at by pirates, not knowing how to swim? I just don't get it. I mean, you can get by without swimming, Jennifer, but, you know, let's be honest. I don't know how sailors did it back in the day. But anyways, Fire Nation, (laughs) I know you're listening, not because of all of that jazz, although it was a really cool insight, Jennifer, into what you have going on, but because we're going to talk about the six ways to add multiple revenue streams to your online Mm -hmm. business. And I want to start, Jennifer, with affiliate marketing. Why is affiliate marketing such a great option for business owners who want to add that additional revenue stream to their business? Yeah, I love affiliate marketing. It's not a huge piece of my business personally anymore, but it's a great option for people who don't have their own product, John, who don't have their own course or membership group. Um, It's a great way of making um, an income if you're an influencer. And by the way, you don't get to decide if you're an influencer or not. Uh, Social media decides. You have to have credibility and an audience to be an influencer, and your audience will determine for you. Um, If they see you're an influencer, then affiliate marketing is a really good fit for you. But if you're someone that people trust, you can make money at affiliate marketing in so many different ways. Everything from, you know, being on Instagram and showing where you buy your hair products to doing affiliate promotions for business people. I know I personally had a, um, I was an affiliate for someone last year and made six figures in one affiliate promotion for them. So it is a great way of generating revenue for someone who doesn't have their own products, their own course, or who is highly regarded as an authority or an influencer. So how do we start? Well, I think you need to start with building an audience, first of all. Um, because if you don't have much of an audience, affiliate marketing is going to be really hard for you to make any money. I mean, there are a lot of people, John, who have huge audiences. And sometimes those numbers are just vanity matrix. They're just, you know, you can see people on Facebook with a million followers and crickets every time they do a post. So it's not that you need tons and tons of followers, but you do have to have a substantial amount before a lot of companies will even accept you as an affiliate. Or you do have to have the followers that you do have have to be really highly engaged and very much like, believing whatever it is that you're trying to promote to them. So we built an audience. What's the next step? The next step after you're building an audience is reaching out to different companies uh, if you want to affiliate for them or developing relationships with people who maybe have courses, maybe have membership groups. If you are in particular in somebody's course or in somebody's membership group, ask them if they have an affiliate program. Ask them the next time if they're getting ready to launch, if you could um, promote for them. What I've found is a lot of times People won't even realize that that's a thing. They'll be like, oh, gosh, I never considered paying someone a commission to help me promote my product. And so sometimes then I think it's up to us also to educate them on why affiliate marketing is such a win-win for people. So start with building an audience, and then you need to do the reaching out to the people or to the companies that you would really like to promote. So what was something unique that you did to generate six figures during that recent affiliate launch that you were talking about? I have a a pretty substantial Facebook um, page. I have 360 some thousand followers on my Facebook page. And my favorite thing to do on Facebook is live video. And it's really, really great because right now Facebook is giving all of its like preference and um, all of, you know, the good juju to people who are doing Facebook lives. So whenever I do a launch, whether it's for my own course, whether I'm promoting somebody else's program, I use Facebook lives all the time. Number one, Facebook has said, if you go live on their platform, they will show live content to 
six times the audience that they will just a static post. So you need to go live for that reason because most of my videos reach somewhere between 30 and 70,000 people in the Facebook feed. So I did just a ton of live videos promoting um, a course that I really believe in. I sent out emails. I do have a substantial email list. I'm sure it's not quite as substantial as yours, John, but I do have a healthy email list of very engaged followers. So I did those two things. I relied heavily on Facebook Live and email. And, um, you know, when you build followers who trust what you're saying and you tell them about things that you love, when you've worked really hard to do that whole no like, and trust factor, they really will show up and support the things that you show up. And that's really what affiliate marketing is all about. So is there anything that you look back and you're like, hmm, you know, I feel like if I could do that again, or next time I'm really getting behind an affiliate launch, I'm going to do this. Is there anything there? It's interesting when I ended up getting uh, that doing that six figure affiliate launch last year, I really hadn't intended to market it as heavily as what I did, John. It was, in fact, I had promoted that same course the year before and had only sold it to like two people. And so I really hadn't planned on um, pushing as hard as what I did on that affiliate launch. And what I ended up doing that worked so well is I really treated it like I would treat one of my own launches. When I found out that, holy smokes, there's some people who really are interested in this program, in this course that I you know, have found to be really good as well, um, and I really treated it like my own launch, it was super duper successful. But in saying that, I didn't do a great job of then giving myself some downtime. Uh, anytime I launch, and I only launch a couple times a year, my own products, I need a couple of days like totally off where I'm off social media, I'm with the family, I'm regrouping, I'm doing some self-care. And I did not do a good job of doing that after that particular launch. In addition, I had it too close to one of my own launches. So if I could go back and redo it, I'd make sure the spacing was a little bit better. Um, we have four kids and, um, you know, wild kids at that, John. And so, you know, I wish that I had just given myself a little more downtime to recoup after that launch because I treated it like I would have one of my own. But otherwise, I'm super proud of that launch. But I do like that concept, treating it like your own launch. I mean, when Tony Robbins came out with his mastermind course not too long ago, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to create a course around masterminds, but I'm a huge believer in masterminds. So I'm going to treat yes. this like it's my course and I'm going to support it and I'm going to go all out. I'm going to have them on the podcast. I'm going to do some really cool things. And I even created this JLD bonus experience. So I added on top of it. So I said, yes. if you join the course through my affiliate link, you're going to get a yes. 20 minute call with me. You can interview me for your show. I'm having 25, uh, the first 25 people that joined down to Puerto Rico for an in-person mastermind. Like I did some really cool things around that to just really make sure people were fired up about going through my affiliate link and Fire Nation, I mm -hmm. did un just under $600,000 in revenue from that. I should say total revenue of which 50% was my affiliate commission, but some other amazing. bonuses too. And you might find this pretty cool, Jennifer. I'm actually going to be going to Fiji to spend four days with Tony Robbins and the other people in the top 10 of this contest Amazing. for a four-day in-person mastermind. So you can see there's some really cool options when you reach out and you look for the right affiliates yes. to be with. Yeah, and I think you've got to be super sensitive to not like, you know, doing too many of those affiliate promotions for people. So I have um, I have the one that I really, really heavily promote. I would be open to, you know, maybe another um, one or two every year. But other than that, I want my audience to not feel like I'm constantly pitching them yeah. um, so that they know when I do pitch them that, boy, this is something I really am behind and I really want you to be behind. And I can only imagine like how grateful Tony Robbins is for people like you, you know, who really treat a launch like their own. And so that's amazing. What a great like 
way to really reward his affiliates. That's awesome. Ad revenue on websites has kind of gotten a bad rap over the years. I mean, a lot of people think that you need like a million visits to generate a dollar. Is that true? You don't, no. And you know what? The thing with ad revenue is it's not a huge um, money generator for me either. I mean, it's a couple thousand dollars a month that I do zero to get, you know? So here's the thing. Um, have you ever lost your Facebook page, John? Let no, me ask you that. Haven't. Okay. So a couple of years ago, I wake up on a cold December day in Kansas City and my Facebook page is gone. Yikes. Like literally missing from the interwebs. And you know, I, I got a message from Facebook saying that we um, did something against their terms of service. Uh, and you know, three years later, we still can't determine what that was. And Facebook has said, you know, it was some sort of a glitch. We're sorry. But here's what I learned from that. Years ago, I was laid off from a desk job that I used to do 20 years ago. Um I felt the same way when I lost my job as I did when I lost my Facebook page, like very vulnerable, like, you know, super exposed financially, like super, holy crap, what do we do now? And so even though ad revenue is not a huge money generator for me, I know it makes a lot of money for women that are in my coaching groups. I have one girl who's in my group who does um, 10 to $15,000 a month in ad revenue. And it's pretty passive. So it's one of those things that you set up on your website. Uh, a lot of our ad traffic, and we do two to $3,000 of passive revenue a month without me ever, ever, not even for five minutes a month, do I have to do anything. Well, so let's get specific though. Like what exactly does that look like? And then share best practices. Sure. Here's what it looks like. It looks like figuring out where traffic is coming to your website from. So in my case, I get a ton of website traffic from Pinterest. So we have Tailwind set up on my Pinterest account, which if you're not using Tailwind and you're not on Pinterest, you're seriously missing some major traffic. Uh, Pinterest, a lot of people think is a social media site. It's not. It's it's Google for people that like pretty things. And so I go to Pinterest way before I go to Google. And so um, you've got to figure out where traffic is coming from, your number one traffic source, and then just put some efforts into getting people to your website, having good SEO. If you don't understand SEO, hire somebody who does. I don't know all the things about all the things. So we have somebody help us with Tailwind, with SEO on my team, and they just make sure that we are getting traffic all day or not all day, but you know, daily from Pinterest over to my website. And then that revenue just hits our account every month. So I have right now um, roughly 200 to 300,000 page views a month on my website, The Magic Brush, which is an old website, John, from when I owned a decorative painting company. We just shut that down a couple of years ago, but I'm still making money off of that, which is amazing. So in terms of page views, I know you can do uh, Google AdSense will give you ads on your website if you have between 1,500 to 3,000 page views a month. You can sign up with Mediavine when you hit 25,000 page views a month. And I highly recommend AdThrive, who is uh, who we have for our ads. And you have to be at 100,000 page views a month. But once it's set up, it's one of those things that just, you know, the money shows up in your account. You've got to make sure some traffic's hitting your website. But other than that, it's kind of you set it and it's done, which I really, really love. Identify your number one traffic source and then backtrack mm-hmm. from there, Fire Nation. I like 100%. that. 100%. That tip, that tool, uh, Tailwind. So look into that, Fire Nation Tailwind, yes. if you're anything to do with Pinterest. And uh, let's just be honest for a second, though. I mean, very few people yeah. are going to get to 25,000, 50,000, 100,000 views on their website every single month. So what I'm a big believer in is if you are going to do ad revenue on your website, you can go find companies and you can promote them on a CPA level, cost per acquisition, where it's going to be much, much higher than just these random ads that could be shown from like a Google AdSense on your site. For instance, I mean, it's unbelievable that you can send a $2.95 client to Bluehost to um, actually, you know, host your website on their 
platform and make 100 to 150 dollars for that one sale. I mean, that is a real return on investment. I mean, you can send 10 people to Bluehost. You know, again, people are dropping two to three dollars per month on um, hosting, and you're going to get 100 150 dollars per person you send. So there's that kind of arbitrages mm-hmm. that are out there, Fire Nation. But you got to find what fits, what makes sense for your audience. Of course, if you're creating a website on how to build a website, then that could make a lot of sense through Bluehost. But you got to see, hey, what works for me for the audience. For the visitors that I actually have. But that kind of leads us to what I want to talk about next, which is sponsored content. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, I think a lot of people are like, what is sponsored content? So talk about what it is and how do we get started? Sure. Sponsored content is any company that is going to pay you to basically um, advertise, show off, or promote their product. And so um, I used to you know, a couple of years ago when I owned that decorative painting company, um, Hobby Lobby would pay me to go into their stores. In fact, they, they've done that just a couple of months ago and just show off some of the, uh, my favorite merchandise. So oh, that's wow. a sponsored Facebook live Pier one would pay me to do a blog post, um, showing off their products, uh, at home store would pay me for one Instagram photos. Now, do they just reach out to you or do you find out like, um, who these different companies are and reach out to them? Most of the time, I think you should reach out to them. There are places that you can sign up online so that different companies know where to find you. And I'm going to give your listeners a really good tip. And maybe you've already heard of this, John, and maybe you've talked about this a million times. But there's a website called socialbluebook.com. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay, so socialbluebook.com, it's $4.99 a month, but you know, it's um, pennies compared to what you can make in sponsored content. If you go hook up your social medias to socialbluebook.com, and they're going to want to, you know, know how many you have on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. They will give you the current rate that you can make for each of your uh, different social medias for posts. So I just went and checked this this morning so that I made sure I wouldn't be lying to your audience. So when I went to socialbluebook.com this morning, for my current profile, an Instagram photo right now, and I have 75,000 followers, um, is worth $509.55 on my platform. So that means if I was to, you know, get an email from somebody and they'd say, hey, Jen, we have, you know, this uh, new thing that we would love for you to talk about on Instagram. I At least I have a starting point in terms of a price that I could come back and give them to show off their content. On Facebook right now, with 360,000 followers, um, it's almost $1,200 that I should be charging per post for somebody that wants me to talk about their service, their platform, their program, their podcast, their product, whatever, on my Facebook. So socialbluebook.com is just a really great resource for people to even know where to start. But I highly suggest that you reach out to companies, and in particular, use Instagram and use the DMs. That's the best way anymore. It used to be Twitter. But anymore, if you're wanting to promote somebody's product, go to Instagram, um, DM them, and give them very, very specific ideas of what it is that you're looking for. For instance, my husband and I just bought a new home, um, John, about a year ago, and I reached out to several companies and asked them to um, do things like put in new hardwood floors in our home, do all the brick in our house for free, put in the tile for free. Um, in And what I would do for that in turn is then I would either blog about their product or whatever. So I wasn't necessarily getting paid for it, but I was getting the product for free. And man, that's super fun as well. Again, you have to have followers and you have to have an influence if you're going to be doing sponsored content. Yeah, like Kate and I are going to Fiji for two weeks prior to the Tony Robbins thing. And there's a resort there that's literally going to let us stay for free for the entire time. And this yeah. is a really nice resort. You know, this is like an echo resort. I mean, it's like, you know, four or $500 per night. So, I mean, you do the math, you know, 
multiply yep. that by 14, I mean, that turns into real money that we're now not spending as a result of, you know, our social media and, and the following that we have. Absolutely. So. And, you know, so many companies, they've gotten so wise about this, John. And what they have figured out is it's smarter for so many of those companies to pay people who have influence in the online space than it is for them to, you know, put stuff in a magazine or the old traditional ways of marketing are just, they're out the window. If they can get influencers to promote their product, they are so willing to pay for that. And it's so much smarter for them financially. And as business owners, and I think a large portion of your audience, you know, are business owners, we need to be thinking about the same thing. Who can I pay to promote my podcast? Who can I pay to promote my course? You know, that's affiliate marketing essentially. But I think that as business owners, we also need to be really hypersensitive to the fact that it is smarter sometimes for us to pay an influencer to talk about our product than it is for us to run Facebook ads. That's my personal opinion. And Fire Nation, the reason why you need to be bold about this stuff is like in the example of this Fiji resort, I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest, they were going to have an empty room likely for the time that yeah. I was going to be there. So it's not like costing them $500 per night. Like they're not bumping somebody else out. Now they're just filling a room that would have otherwise been empty. It cost them something to like, of course, you know, I'm eating breakfast and I'm doing either cleaning the room, et cetera. But what if one person, you know, from my Instagram, yes. I mean, and that's where they're starting to understand the power of it. And it's starting to make sense, they starting totally to, to become just like a common known thing to marketing teams at these big companies and corporations that, hey, this stuff really works. And Fire Nation, yeah. we're going to be talking about membership sites, courses, mm-hmm. and coaching as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. I don't consider myself a techie person, but when it comes to idea generation, I'm on fire. So when asked, are you ready to build your first sales funnel? I immediately thought I'd have to hire a tech team to help. Then I found ClickFunnels, and with ClickFunnels, the sky is the limit. ClickFunnels is a software tool that helps you create sales funnels that convert your visitors into leads and then customers. ClickFunnels was created so entrepreneurs like me and you who aren't programmers and who don't know how to code can easily build great looking pages inside of a sales funnel to grow our business online. And the great thing about ClickFunnels is that it's not just your funnel building editor, it's also your shopping cart, your email autoresponder, your membership software, your affiliate management software, and so much more. Join over 90,000 entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. Ever felt like your hiring process is inefficient and like you're struggling to grow your company to its potential? If so, you're not alone. Take this case study from Fred, founder and CEO of Finder. Finder helps people make more informed financial decisions by providing comparisons of personal finance products like credit cards and insurance. Fred wanted to staff up quickly after launching in the US, but finding qualified matches from other sites was challenging and his recruiting process was disorganized. ZipRecruiter's platform centralized his hiring and their AI-driven matching technology helped Fred find more quality candidates fast. He was able to scale his staff from 0 to 12 in a matter of months, filling roles with varying levels of skills and experience. Fred says, if you are a growth company and you want a diversity of quality people to hire, ZipRecruiter is the best solution out there. In the US, we staffed Finder on ZipRecruiter. If you want to find hiring success like Fred did, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter com slash fire. Once again, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
So Jennifer, we're back and we've already been dropping some massive value bombs on affiliate marketing, on ad revenue on your website, sponsored content, but we have just begun. So break down membership sites for us. Why are they so popular? I mean, aren't they just a ton of work? Oh, they are not a ton of work, John. (laughs) They are. um, Okay, this is where like, I feel like the heavens open up and hallelujah. Okay, membership sites are the cat's meow. This is where we focus so much of our efforts in my business. So I currently have two membership sites. Um, as you remember, I was talking about how I used to own a decorative painting company in Kansas yeah. City. So I still have a membership site with about 350 people in it. It's $47 a month. I spend, me personally, about 15 minutes working on this um, membership site every month. Um, I don't do month? anything in there other than go in on occasion and make comments because people are painting things and they're pretty. And this generates $192,000 a year for us. For me working you know, 15 minutes a month on there, I have a community manager and she takes care of all the details. We find other really talented painters to come in and paint um, in the group for me. It used to be me doing all the painting. And then as I transitioned out of the painting industry and into the coaching industry, I'm like, I don't want to be painting anymore, but oh, I know all these super talented people. And so um, I will never forget, I was at a um, coaching event once with Stu McLaren. I'm sure you know who Stu is. And Stu was talking about how you don't always have to be the Beyonce. You can just be Beyonce's manager. Mm. And I had like all these bells go off in my head where I thought, oh my goodness, I don't have to be the painter in this group anymore. I can just bring in other people who are super talented. And I'm just basically providing them with a playground that, oh, by the way, is generating me almost $200,000 a year, requiring very little time of me. So that's one of my membership sites. The other membership site is I have almost 2,000 members at $47 a month. These are all entrepreneurs. And I'm teaching them how to use social media to grow their business every month. I've had this group for almost four years. And this group generates well over a million dollars a year in revenue for us. And I'm in the group an hour a week. So I do have a community manager that's in there you know, answering questions, directing people on where they can find things. We do have um, someone on my team who is in charge of like handling accounts, meaning credit card numbers change, cards get declined. Um, you know, when people are wanting to leave, how does that work? So she handles that part of it. But in terms of what's required of me, it's an hour a week. And this is well over a million dollars a year in revenue. So it is work to get new people into the group. Yes, that is work. We launch that twice a year. Um, It's also work to keep them. It might not necessarily be hours that I'm working, but for my team to make sure everybody's happy, that we're doing the right things, that we're not overwhelming the members. Um, But man, once you figure out who the group is for and, um, and what they need and how you can help them to be successful, I'm just, I'm obsessed with membership sites. Absolutely obsessed with it. This is a huge piece of revenue for our business. Fire Nation, once you build it, you can automate it. Now, of course, that building process is a process. You need to build it. But once you do build it, you can automate a massive part of it. I mean, again, Jennifer's going in. There's two launches per year. She's in you know, the Facebook group from time to time, but she's got her team massively running it. And it's the same thing with us. I mean, we have 4,500 members in Podcasters Paradise. And those members, you know, they get access to our 200 video tutorials. I'm actually in the Facebook group between 10 to 20 minutes every single day. That's just my commitment. I'm in there liking comments, supporting guidance, answering questions, but that's 10 to 20 minutes a day, Fire Nation. That's just part of my morning routine as I'm going through that kind of initial morning wrap up that I call it. So let's talk about courses because how do we know if the material that we already have in our mind and our brains Mm -hmm. is worthy of being made into a course? 
Okay, so I have all these people in this membership site, John, I'm teaching them, you know, how to use social media, how to grow your Facebook, how to grow your Instagram, how to grow your Pinterest. And then it occurred to me, okay, there's like this whole next level. And so I think sometimes you will see a separation, especially if you have a membership site of people who really need what you're giving them. But then there also comes a time when they're like ready for the next step. Well, when we were trying to figure out what do we do for the next level people, I didn't want to do another membership group, but I decided I think the next level content could be a course. So in my opinion, a course should be a deeper dive that will get people really fast results that's a much shorter amount of time for people who don't need ongoing support. So uh, we have a course, one course called Creators Roadmap, which teaches people once they've built that social media following, now how do you monetize it online? Basically teaching them everything you and I are talking about right now in a six-week program. And for one week, you know, every week we focus on one week's on affiliate revenue, one week is on membership sites, one week on ads. And so it's basically taking them really deep pretty quickly into each of those things. And that's a $1,200 course that we open up just once a year. Um, we had over 700 people that took that course in February of this year. So it's a great revenue generator for my business as well. And then after those six weeks, it's over. It's over till the next year. And so, but essentially what I'm doing, John, is I'm telling people that are in my membership group, boy, you need to, you're growing your, you're growing your Facebook followers, you're growing your Pinterest followers, but you really need to monetize it. You need the course. And I'm telling people that come into the course, hey, it's awesome that you're taking this course and figuring out how to monetize your platform, but you're going to make more money if your platform is bigger. So by the way, you should probably be in the monthly group. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to do this consistent, like telling people that they need both and, and uh, that's just worked really, really well for us the last three years. Fire Nation, you have knowledge right now about what's working in your life, in your business turn that into a course. Because if you have yes. all these other different streams that Jennifer's talking about as well, then you can just see how they can just work together. Mm -hmm. They can really work so well together to just have that all ships rise in a high tide yes. mentality. Oh, I was just going to say the same thing. Were I love you? that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say uh, rising tides lift all ships. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like we are sailors or something, John. It's I know. We're definitely drawn to the water. That's for sure. Yes. Let's talk about coaching because a lot of that we talked about now is like, you know, you spend a lot of time building it and then we can build either some automation, some systems, some teams around yeah. it. But when it comes to one-on-one -on -one coaching, you really, it's you and it's another person and it's one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there's pros and there's cons to that. Break it down. One-on-one -on -one coaching is the my least favorite revenue stream for the online space. And um, I'm hopeful at the end, John, here that I could give your people a quiz. Oh, yeah. Um, a free quiz of ours. And we'll talk about that in a second. But um, for me, now that we've made the quiz, I know why one-on-one -on -one coaching is like the, the last thing on the list that I should be doing. One-on-one -on -one coaching is great for people who really, um, they really like relationship, for people who really need some testimonials to what they're doing, uh, if they get deep satisfaction from really seeing people get results. But when I did one-on-one -on -one coaching, I just was exhausted all the time. I was completely drained. I found that a lot of times people would hire me to be their coach, and I would care more about their results than what they would. And sometimes you start like, wow, I feel like I'm caring more about their results right? than my yes. business too, which yes. is a problem as well. And then I would feel like, okay, I just got done coaching, you know, four people today and I have very little time left to focus on my own business today. And so I felt like I was, you know, busier trying to build other people's businesses than I was building my own. And so I no longer do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but for some people, one-on-one -on -one coaching is really great. And I love that like with Skype and with FaceTime and with Zoom, one-on-one -on -one coaching is easier than it's ever been before. It can be simply a matter of, Hey, hit me up in the DMS. If you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one coaching session, it's a hundred bucks a half hour. It's a thousand dollars a half hour, whatever. Um, and there's never been an easier time to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But for me personally, I can't scale it. 
I mean, I, we're getting ready to open my inner circle membership site again in September and we're hoping to add 2000 new members. I can't scale one-on-one coaching to that degree. You know what I mean? There's just only so many hours in a day. So it's not my favorite for revenue streams, but I know a lot of people love it or a lot of people will start there and launch into the one of the other areas. So Fire Nation, it's a great place to start. Like when you're just bare bones, baseline, like the first uh, revenue that I generated was way back in 2012 in the podcasting world was Uh coaching somebody one-on-one how to help start their podcast. And like that was where I started. And it's great because it gives you proof of concept about what you're doing. It gives you your finger on the pulse of like what the real struggles and real obstacles and challenges people are having. But then you you need to be saying and thinking to yourself, how can I scale this? How can I leverage this? In the form of these masterminds we're talking about, courses, sponsored content, potential affiliate marketing, all of this stuff. So Jennifer, six value bombs have been dropped. Break it down for us. What's the one thing that you want Fire Nation to walk away with from this conversation we had today? Well, the one thing I would want people to know is that you have to figure out which revenue stream really makes sense for you to do first. Because what I see a lot of entrepreneurs doing is they're trying to do all of them at once. And that's, you know, a real quick way to burn out and frustration. So I think it's super important you figure out which one you need to do first that is the best fit for both your personality, um, your business type, your natural bent, and the way that you want to run your life. I mean, if if you're somebody that hates consistency, then a membership group is not going to be good for you. If you don't have any sort of a social media following, then affiliate marketing isn't good for you either. So I think you need to be really careful of coaches who are telling you there's only one way to be successful in the online space, because that's not true. But you do need to figure out what way makes the most sense for your business and to start there. We have a lot of ways that we can get in touch with you. I mean, you're on the social medias, your Facebook page, Instagram, you have a podcast, Uh all that jazz. Let's do this. Give Fire Nation the way that you want us to interact with you. You said you have that great quiz, so give a call to action to us now and anything else you want to share. Here's what we figured out. Everybody in the world loves quizzes. I mean, you can get on Facebook today and find some quiz that, you know, what kind of cheese are you when you take a little (laughs) quiz or what kind of Disney princess? Uh, I'm definitely Gorgonzola, by the way. No doubt about it. Okay, (laughs) gotcha. My cheddar, my sharp cheddar. (laughs) Um, So anyhow, we made this quiz. It's at jenniferallwood.com slash fire. And it's basically uh, 25 questions that will help give you the result of which of these based on your current model of business, based on your personality bent, what you've got going right now, it'll tell you which of those six revenue streams you should start implementing first. And I have found that that's really the most helpful for people because so many times when I was doing the one-on-one coaching, John, people would say, Jennifer, I'll do what you tell me to do. I just need somebody to tell me where to start. So this will tell you where to start. So they can go to jenniferallwood.com slash fire and then find me on any social media or on my Jennifer Allwood show podcast. Um, I'd love to connect with them in any way there. And the DMs are Um, Oh man, I'm obsessed with DMs. So feel free to DM me. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yes. Fire Nation, you're the average. Of the five people you spend the most time with, you've been hanging out with JA and JLD today. (laughs) So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Jennifer in the search bar and her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. All the tools like Tailwind and everything that we've been talking about. And of course, your direct call to action jenniferallwood.com slash fire. Get over there, Fire Nation. Take that quiz. Find out what kind of cheese you are. I mean, no, not the cheese. Yeah, it was the other thing. And also, also, Fire Nation, (laughs) make sure that you're just really absorbing all this great content that Jennifer's sharing with you today because this is the step-by-step process. Start to build your empire. So Jennifer, thank you for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on 
the flip side. John, thank you so much. Have a good one. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Jennifer. And if you've ever considered creating and running your very own mastermind, well, it's a great idea. As you can tell from this interview, I've created a completely free course to help you do just that. This also includes a two-hour training with Tony Robbins, also free. Visit mastermindonfire.com to check it out today, Fire Nation. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for a place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart? That place is ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ready to build your first sales funnel without having to hire an entire tech team to help? With ClickFunnels, you can. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click.